0: What is up, everybody? It's your boy Jonathan Risk. Today,
1: all I'm all here all with performance coach just Connor Riddell. I just up okay. Welcome to the Stars Experience. I just pulled up, yeah. right. uh, pull up on okay, occasion. I spice it up like it's occasion. Never ask for location. Then I'm going to the next one. Do what I want. Those...
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Stars Experience. I am your host, Jonathan Risk. I am here with my co host, founder, Super Bowl champ, Jason David. Thank you, sir. And we are here with our guest. Our guestesses. What's up, everybody? He is a Canadian boxer <laughs> legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no, already. Okay. Um He's always here bright. He's a motorcycle enthusiast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What go, else do I got? Go, um, keep going. He's got one of those tattoos you feel bad for. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Connor Riddell. I said that, right? You got it right. I got Got it right. You got it right. All right. Round of applause from our live studio audience. No,
2: you're in front of Connor. I'm not. So if you say something inappropriate, like you're at arm's reach. Yeah. What's your wingspan? I got
0: long arms. You got a long wingspan. Real long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now that's like that dude from uh, UCF, Taco Tall, Taco Fall. What's his name? The seven foot dude that got an eight foot wingspan. What? There's
2: There's a seven footer in UFC?
0: UCF. Oh, UCF. No, UCF. The, oh, uh, oh, the black dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, his name Taco. That's that's some long arms, man. Bro. Good lord. An eight foot wingspan. That's but welcome nice. to yeah. the SARS Experience. Thank you. You're our resident uh Appreciate boxing that. coach yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as the video package yeah. shows young J D. Yeah, we see JD. Yo, can we put that right no, now?
2: No, Jonathan, you're about to say something stupid. Don't <laughs> don't do it,
0: bro. I was just cons- Every
2: time you look to Brandon, I know something that <laughs> <laughs>
0: something's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Well no, because I want can we speed the video up because that normal speed looks really slow. So <laughs> I want
2: <laughs> can we please take it off slow <laughs> off regular speed
0: please. <laughs> yeah, let, let's add that times 2, times 2 it. Yeah. So welcome. Your Thank first you, podcast,
1: first podcast ever. My first time man. First talking to a boxer.
0: Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we're we're a bunch of first and then
2: um First time doing a
0: podcast with Connor. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We're around the first. There it is. There it is. So what's up, man? How you been?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. I'm just, just uh, working and and uh, training training these athletes and working and going to school and just trying to get it done. And to set the record straight, I am an MMA fighter who, ha- okay. who happens to teach boxing and kickboxing. But uh, yeah, so I, I used to compete in mixed martial arts. So, how, when did that start? You just, did you start,
0: like, at 12 kicking trees or, uh, like... No,
2: I, girl, have you seen the Instagram girl that just punches that trees? Oh, that beats up that yeah. dead tree, yeah. That wasn't you? Yeah, no, that wasn't me.
0: Okay, well, then how did, how did you get your starts?
1: Um, I actually didn't start till a bit later in life. I was probably, like, 18, really, when I started training. And then I was already... I turned pro very quickly because... There wasn't a lot of amateur available at the time, especially where I was at in Canada. Um, so it was
0: like Canadia. Canadia. Victoria,
1: Canada. BC. Shout out! There we go, out, uh-huh. Victoria, um,
0: BC. That sounds like a, 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 like a time frame, like the, victor- Victorian, the Victorian era, era. BC, yeah. that, before Christ. It right? was named after Queen History. Victoria. So was it? Yeah, it huh? was. So,
1: well, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so I competed up there and, and very quickly uh, started competing and then became professional because of the way it worked out. My coach owned his own promotion, professional organization. So, it's
0: just. How went do those seamlessly. MMA promotions work? I'm not really familiar. With the, like, it's just there's the two big ones, UFC, Bellator, and then there's other ones around it, or? Yeah, so U- UFC has done a pretty good job at gobbling up all the competition yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and shutting them down. Uh, mm. So, like, Pride was another big one that used to exist that UFC bought and shut down, yeah. and same with strike force was another big one. Sounds that... like how
0: WWE just took over wrestling. Yeah. But I'm a big wrestling nerd, yeah. so people might not get that. We're
1: having a
2: WWF. Is that that doesn't exist anymore.
0: So d- Vince McMahon lost a lawsuit to the World World Wildlife World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. So he had to take the E out and change it to, or take the F out, change it to an E. Also, oh, it's the same it. brand. It was That'd a trademark. Doing, yeah, it yeah, was a trademark. Oh, okay. It trademark. was a trademark naming issue. But why I say it's similar is because back in the, um, like the '80s, um, when uh, Vince McMahon, that the one that's around now, took the company over from his father, he started buying out all the small territories around, which would. Because it used to be territorial, like you were saying with MMA, where there are small promotions all over, and he just came in and started buying them, buying all the contracts out, and now WWE and UFC are the two biggest things in combat sports <laughs> I don't know if I'd call WWE combat <laughs> I, I, sports I
1: was being very liberal with that term yeah, yeah.
0: Man. <laughs> I, I gave air quotes for the YouTube viewers I gave the air for quotes sure, for sure you know italicize it you know little asterisks on there so that's cool so
1: yeah. but there's there's lots of other professional organizations for MMA that just aren't as big they just don't have the same contracts UFC does like they're all over the country all over the world um, they just don't compete at the same level what was your record um i was one one and one actually so one win one loss one draw when i decided to shut it down down and go go to school (laughs) so what made you want to shut it down and go to school then like um just the time so this was this was a while ago this was about nine ten years ago Um, okay so back then there was even less money than there is now not that there's a ton of money in it even now um and it was up in canada so the market was even smaller so mm-hmm. you know i was making enough money to like pay for my training and all my coaches and stuff like that but i wasn't i wasn't coming out on top in terms of like what i was making to fight but i was getting broken down so like you know i busted my nose busted my knee, and I was just like, yeah, I should probably go back to school. When,
2: <laughs> when you're, so like in other sports, when they're growing up, like, they're pretty elite, and you know, they'll go to the park, and they'll excel, mm-hmm. they'll be the best one, like, yeah. like a pickup game, yeah. so like, in fight, when you're a kid, you just to fight people, just them <laughs> like, no, seriously, like, think about it, like, I was, I was, I was I'm, on the, right. I'm following oh, you, yeah, I'm on the same page, right. it's like, so, were you just a, a good fighter when you were younger, and then, you're just like, all right, let me try to keep um, fighting,
1: I mean, like I had done a couple of different types of martial arts. No, before, I'm just talking but, about like,
2: like fighting kids.
1: You know nah, what I mean? Like uh, not
2: organized sports. Yeah, but.
1: I'll be honest. I was I was a little bit good at it. I didn't even know until probably like, I got into a, a couple fights in high school and just like did really well. Like, and I unexpectedly to me, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know that that would happen. Like, I remember one time, I was like. Cause I'm, I'm a pretty nonviolent person, believe it or not. Like I really am. Oh, you're a lover, not a fighter. I'm, I'm a lover. I'm there uh, with you <laughs> who happens to be good at violence. But, uh, <laughs> but, and I remember this kid, I'm like, I'm not going to hit you. You got to hit me first. And he like swung and I somehow avoided the swing, caught the punch, hit him, threw him on the ground while I was hitting him. And I was just like. It worked out like a matrix move, bro. And I didn't know what I was doing, but it just happened. And I was like, the kid was uh, older than me. He was bigger than me. And And you never amateur wrestled. I was like, no, didn't wrestle. Hmm. No, we like me, me and my homie. We like watch UFC and we'd be like, let's we we'll practice this triangle choke. But like we didn't, we didn't go to a school or anything. And the martial arts that I did do was like a few months here and there. Did like kung fu because my like, my sister's boyfriend at the time was into it. and I thought it was cool. So what so happened I was, like, after yeah. you beat the
2: kid up? Were you just like, all right, I got a future?
1: That was it. No, um, it's always been something that I thought of because I'd always been a fan of uh, combat sports and martial arts and stuff. But. Um, When I moved up, I actually did, I started training um, because I actually started bouncing at a very young age uh, because in Canada, drinking age is a little bit younger. And so when I moved back up to Canada at 18, because I grew up in the Bay, um, in California here, but when I moved back up to Canada, I started bouncing at this, like, strip club. (laughs) And I was like, I I was not a big guy, so I was like, I should pretty, probably learn how to fight. So I went into a gym and didn't look back man it was like after my first day i was in there five days a week after i was in shape enough i was in there twice a day and
0: yeah they went so what made you leave sunny california to go back to bounce out of strip club
1: (laughs) 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 um i went up there i was had some immigration problems right so like i couldn't uh at the time our green card status wasn't good so i wasn't going to be able to work um after i turned 18 i wasn't going to be able to work And if I had gone to university down here, they would have charged me foreign tuition, um, even though I'd lived here for 10 years prior. That's crazy. And foreign tuition is like four or five times more. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Than regular tuition. So like on top of regular tuition, you're talking four or five times more than that. So it just wasn't an option for me. So I was just like, look, I guess I just got to move back to Canada and I'll go to school up in Canada. School didn't last very long and fighting did. (laughs) So I did that for like four years. I trained and fought and then I was like yeah I'm getting banged up so I moved back to the states to go 4 back years through. and only 3 fights 4 years and only 3 fights yeah so I had like 3 fights back out at the last minute during that during that time so like show up to weigh ins my opponent wouldn't show up or one time I had my gloves on ready to fight and the promoter comes in he's like oh opponent didn't have his blood work you're not fighting so like stuff like that happens all the time in the fight game
0: really so there's yeah. so there's more to the fighting than just what people see on TV. I oh, mean, yeah, obviously sure. there's yeah. the weigh ins cause that's big, that's largely publicized, but yeah. you're, you're talking about blood work. Blood work. Yeah. So you
1: gotta, you have to have blood work cause you can't have like bloodborne pathogen like, you can't go right there and get like HIV from your opponent. Cause he bleeds on you. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, that ain't yeah that ain't cool or right? head yeah, or hep C yeah. or anything like that so they check you for that they check you for everything from you know heart function and they'll do you have to do like a, a blood panel for like liver function and like all that stuff do you and like needles screen
2: like, like <laughs> that's a weird I don't question like needles but no yeah. yeah,
1: i'm cool with them yeah, yeah. i mean, my mom's a nurse and when she was oh, going go. yeah, oh, go. when yeah. she was going through nursing school i was like yeah you can practice on me oh hell Hell no. Dude, yeah,
2: I, don't, I hate... You know, my mom used to give me IVs at home. My mom's yeah, a nurse, so yeah, I, I It didn't bother that, me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still don't no. like them, but like yeah. I used to get them all the time as a
0: kid. I high hate school. needles. <laughs> I mean, look at me, but I still hate needles. Well, yeah. no,
2: that tattoos are different than a yeah. syringe. Yeah, uh, that's different. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess. I mean, I, now I could sit through... Like now. I'll get blood work done and, like, I won't feel a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could just kind of tone it out. But yeah. I still... Like, the worst feeling now isn't actually the penetration. It's... <laughs> pause. Excuse me. Pause. <laughs> the worst thing isn't the penetration pause. It's the... Um, it's when they're trying to, like, change the tube to get another sample. Uh, yeah. And you feel it just wiggling Riggle. in your arm. And yeah. it's just like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the... Yeah, that's what I can't deal with. So... Was your was your win a knockout? My win was a submission. Okay. Uh via armbar. Yeah. Via armbar. Yeah. Okay, Ronda Rousey. First round,
1: was pretty sweet. It. And First it was round. my debut. It was my pro debut. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Probably feeling
0: good yeah. after that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Just you just were hyped. Me up. You tried to fight someone I'm at the bar afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring on John Jones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, second second Man, second. John Jones was a
2: kid
1: back then. <laughs> oh, bring him on anyway. I don't give...
0: Second <laughs> uh second fight. How'd that one go?
1: Second fight.
0: I'm trying to remember if that Are was... these, like, on YouTube? Are these archived
1: somewhere? You could probably find them on YouTube. You yeah. You could, you could probably there find them goes. on YouTube. Um, you'd have to look. You, I know I know. I have some other stuff, like some of my amateur stuff is on there from, like, like,
0: for 10, like amateur, years, Like, no. background, like, backyard fighting? No. <laughs> no,
1: like, amateur, like, not professional. The, the, really, Real the, honestly, the only difference between, like, at least at a low-level professional, the only difference between amateur and professional is you're getting paid to fight as mm. opposed to... Not getting paid to fight like yeah. that's literally the only. So difference.
0: one's Fight Club and one is a professionally ran. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't even <laughs> get it.
1: paid
2: for the winner in the uh, amateur.
0: No, if you're, why would if, you? If you're lucky, <laughs> if
1: you're if you're lucky, like, and especially now that there's a lot more money and there's a lot more into it, um, like now amateurs can make a bit of money because they'll uh, they'll make money, usually oh. getting percent of sales tickets, so yeah. they can sell their own tickets and get a percentage of that, or they can get sponsors now, which I was
0: about to say can amateurs get branding on their? They can here? get
1: they can get sponsors but uh the deals aren't like that great, right? Uh, yeah. But like like I had sponsors when I was pro too, but it was really just free clothes and free gear and stuff like that. So like I didn't really have to pay for deals. What gear. was your
0: favorite sponsor?
1: Uh, shout out to Suits You in Victoria, BC. Oh, <laughs> there we dang. go. That's a big suit one you? for them right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what does suit Suits You? Suits up. Suits You like swimsuit like Suits You. Okay. Um, and it's it's like a MMA swimsuit store. Like so they would have MMA gear. You can buy like boxing shoes, boxing gloves, but you can also buy like board shorts and bikinis and stuff like that. of so huh. Like lifestyle stuff. Okay. Yeah. There we shout go. Out to suits you. Wow. Su- you guys are watching. I haven't, I haven't talked what to I, I hope Real they watch, Teas. man. Gear I gotta tag Real them. I gotta tag them in this. Yeah, well, that was
0: that was cut the checker on I'm bleeping you know? it out <laughs> <Yeah>. post production. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay, so you um, you had your three fights, you yeah, yeah. one, one, and one. Yeah. Um,
2: how'd you? We didn't talk about his L. How'd you? The I man, mean, if you wanted loss, to get into
0: it, <laughs> he's happen. a what? Like you said, he's a cross for me. So you but go it ahead. What happens? Ask. It's life. Yeah, you no, take L's every yeah, now, yeah, now. Yeah, it was.
1: Decision, it, was uh, it was actually my last pro fight, um, and it was a decision. It was a decision loss. Yeah. It was a decision Damn, you got your last fight. Um, it was a decision loss, dude was, dude was really good. But what Um, happened in your eyes?
2: Tell us, take us through how maybe you could have done Um, better. A big,
1: a big part of that fight came down to like the second round where we got in this really awkward position where it looked like he was trying to submit me, but my arm was just caught and I was, I was on top of him, but my back was like, I was like laying on, he was on his, on his back and I was laying on my back on his stomach. This is a really weird position, but my hand was behind my back and it was stuck between his legs. And he wasn't, there was no submission on, like, he wasn't threatening me, but if I had turned the wrong way, he could have gotten my back. So I just kind of stayed in that position so that he wouldn't be able to get my back properly. And, uh, and it kind of looked like he was trying to submit me. So I think a lot of that, and we spent like a minute and a half, almost almost two minutes Mm -hmm. in that position, just in that position, just trying to jockey. And then eventually that part broke up, but, um, he won. So that, that was probably Oh, so it wasn't like you got knocked it.
2: out and no, 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 went no, flying no. in the crowd?
1: No, it was a decision loss. Okay. So we, we, both, we both slugged it out, man. We both got our hits in for yeah. sure.
0: So, so I do yeah. want to go back to that because uh, you mentioned something that was very interesting to me where you were saying uh, that you knew in that moment that if you turned a certain way, he would have a better leverage on you and he would yeah. have your back. Yeah. So, what goes into kind of. Thinking on the fly in those positions, how much of it is autopilot and muscle memory and how much of it is your brain is actually actively Thinking and how many steps ahead of you are you typically of the opponent?
1: Um, yeah, that's actually a really great question. Um, so,
0: so I get paid the big bucks for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, when you're you actually was, you thinking
2: about that, when I could tell you was sitting there like, mm, I got some fire. As soon as Jason shuts up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been stewing on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, y- you you have to rely on both, right? Like you have to be able to have your muscle memory to do the things fast. Um, in order to to accomplish that goal, so that you like can put yourself in an advantaged uh, position, but especially when you're like in a disadvantaged position or when you're on like a defensive position, you really have to be able to think through and think out like, okay, how am I going to get out of this? What is going to be the best way to like. To get out of this, like to, to be put myself in a better position or to advance my position, um, and and you'd be you'd be surprised. And and at the highest level, it's it's more thinking than it is muscle muscle memory. I think because you're you're actively like trying to strategize while you're beating someone up or getting beaten up yourself. So it's it's very high level problem solving, yeah, you know, with violent consequences.
0: <laughs> Are you the type of uh, individual that's like? I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to form this question, but for, I'll give you an example of myself. For me, I'm kind of cold in the situation until I kind of get one good punch in the face to myself. (laughs) Are you similar to that, or are you once the bell rings, you're already.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, I fight better when I get hit, for sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I get, I get, I get, because like I said, like, I'm not a violent person or anything, like, and, but when i get hit i'm like oh, okay yeah i'm fighting yeah. okay okay yeah, that, no, that reminds me like i'm not i'm not this isn't my training partner like and that was that was a big problem i had when i competed is i was like i didn't want to hurt the my my opponent and because you get so used to training with your training partners mm, and you always always holding back you don't want to like hurt your training partners right and so like i'd get in that mindset and fights and that kind of hurt me and I think that would that that held me back. And if I had tried to keep going, I think that would have kept holding me back because I didn't have that like shark in me. Um, I had a Muay Thai fight once where like I had the guy rocked a couple times and I was just like, look at him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did so good. And then like, <laughs> I lost that fight. Because he ended up winning because I gave him so much space to, to recover and 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 to fight to fight back. So, um, I think that probably would have kept hurting me if I had keep kept going. Yeah, so. that's interesting
0: because I had to learn that too because I'm not much of a fighter. No. And then when I joined the military and I had to do um, some of the training for law enforcement, there's this thing called red man, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys have. It's that big foam suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I had to fight that with a baton. Baton training. <clears throat> So, you know, I'm there, but I'm like kind of, cause you go through like three days of practice and like get down, get like the BS stuff that you would never really say mm-hmm. in real life, but you have to because everyone has a phone now. So if you're not saying it, just looks like you're being an innocent person. So you're going through it all. And then, um, you know, then it's, you're going through the red man and you're going through with instructors of the class. Mm-hmm. and. You're basic. We're all kids. We're annoying these guys the whole week, so they can't wait to get in here and just be able to actually smack us around legally. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there, and I'm I'm a little bit more outgoing and annoying. So I'm in there, and I'm just really? kind of you, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So I'm in there, and I'm working. I'll I'll never remember just a clean punch. Just I felt my nose just go in. And then I just looked and I cocked my head because I didn't really get into fights in high school. And at that point, I just let loose. And it was, it was like a trigger. Mm -hmm. and then I started finding, like, three people. Long story short, uh, humble brag. I was the best one in that class, but...
2: (laughs) So you got woken up, basically what you're saying. Yeah, I got punched in in the the face.
1: You need to
0: literally get snapped into the moment. Yeah, (laughs) and it was, and it's crazy how that, like, because I wrestled in middle school, high school, Mm -hmm. but I never really had that moment of, you know, because it's, like, all, like, grappling. Like, you mm. never get, like, punched in the face. It's like, oh, it's go time, which I probably would have been a better at MMA than I ever was at yeah. amateur wrestling. I was pretty trash at amateur wrestling, but, like... I felt like I was always coasting in that when it came to you know the training where I actually got punched in the face and pepper sprayed and everything that's what gets me woken up and yeah. Yeah. I could I could go and put in some work yeah. but um I want to talk about now your time at Stars because you're yeah. in here I'm and sure. a lot of players like to come <clears throat> and train with you get yeah. put the gloves on yeah. you like to put the little fat belly suit on <laughs> and uh, take that's some jabs time. yeah um Connor Riddell, by the way, um, <laughs> that's me. <mean>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, what what impact does that type of training do to help? these NFL athletes and other athletes get ready for their sport what's the crossover um
1: I would definitely say the crossover is especially when you're talking about like DBs and receivers which is we work with a lot here um hand eye coordination is going to be really key because they have to hit a moving target um and they have to be able to control the speed of their hands right and that's that's pretty key for being able to stick your hands out and grab a ball um pause (laughs) all right fair enough
2: yeah i'll give it to you you. (laughs)
1: um so i would say that that's probably one of the bigger ones for those type of guys but just in general um the the fitness that's attributed to it because it's it's a very hard thing like it takes it takes a a lot of energy to do it especially um for rookies for for newbies um hitting pads is is very difficult because they they're tense so all their muscles are firing all at once, and 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 they just it zaps people. See, cardio. and that
0: doesn't look hard, but no. I've never done it, so I'm a. Yeah. i
1: am I would assume I spent I've spent a lot of time with JD to make it look that easy. Yeah, for Yeah, that looks
2: bad too. <laughs> but what what I what I want to ask, man, like the breathing part that always no. that always gets me when it comes to and even with MMA. Like yeah, I, yeah. I was no amateur MMA fighter, but I did do some jujitsu. Yeah, and what I remember most is just. One, you get nervous. You get down there and do oh, like yeah. when you talked about what are you thinking and is it is it reps, that to me is not, one, not knowing what to do, but then trying to be able to breathe properly in the moment. Yeah. Like, you used to give me a hard time. So, like, tell me about the breathing aspect of it.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, in, uh, kind of go over just for striking right now and then I'll just a little bit for jujitsu. But for striking, you really are trying to breathe every time you throw a strike or every time you... Get or you're bracing for impact, right? Because that kind of a quick, short breath really tightens up your core and tightens up and and kind of puts that internal pressure on your organs. So if you get hit, you can take that impact better. But it's also like a a literal um, like auditory cue to remember to breathe because a lot of people when they're exerting a lot of energy, they hold their breath, right? Because you, mm. you there is like you are more powerful when you hold your breath. Like when you do like a max effort squat, you people. You know the Valsalgus maneuver is a fancy sports condition term, but boom, okay, you hold your breath and you get more power because you can brace your core, better support your spine. So people hold their breath when they want to do things that are hard. But you can't do that when you're punching because then you gotta punch again, and then you gotta punch again, and then you gotta punch again, and then you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta kick, and then you gotta knee, and then you gotta punch again, and then you gotta punch again. And if you're holding your breath while you're doing that, you're just not getting oxygen to your muscles and you're just voom, your cardio and your gas is just gone. Um so i just your mic there. You're uh, fine. So, so remembering to breathe is like a really key thing, and so that's why when you hear like boxers,
0: right. See that? that was Say quick. So, stupid. I didn't see anything. I saw. <laughs> so, I just saw blobs like,
1: moving. <laughs> so that 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 how they move and stuff like that is is as they're they're auditorily reminding themselves to breathe, um, and it and it braces them for that short little quick impact when they land a punch or when they're getting punched or something like that. Um, jiu jitsu and grappling is a little bit different. You want to be able to really take like meaningful breaths like when you're doing something explosive yeah you'll like hit that burst of breath like okay like if you're trying to hit like a double leg like, takedown or something like that where you're exploding into that movement but generally when you're kind of just working through position work and, and working through submissions and stuff like that you're really trying to control your breathing um, and and breathe intentionally with long, slower breaths um, to keep your nerves down. Because when you're you're all jacked, up, you know someone's trying to strangle you to like yeah,
2: bro. How do you breathe when you're get about to get yeah, choked out? When, some,
1: when someone's up. trying you to t- strangle you, why they like, choke you out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you get you get super tense and nervous, right? And so like a lot of a lot of jujitsu and 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 like submission wrestling and stuff like that, you have to be able to. <sighs> oh, okay. You know, defend the neck, and you have to very mm. control your breathing your because if you get excited, you get choked out faster, right? Because you're you're trying to raise your blood pressure, and then and then um, as you're getting choked, you're limiting the the blood that's getting to your brain, and your brain's like, I need more blood, I need more blood, and but you're getting choked, Damn. and so boom. So what you're trying to do is is lessen the demand for oxygen by calming down and relaxing.
0: That's like the same. Um kind of science behind when you're too hot and you ever been in school well this at least happened to me because <clears throat> my school didn't have AC but you ever been in school and like you're just like you got a headache right when the season breaks and it's hot in the classroom yeah. and you're every, all the students are complaining and teachers are just like well if you guys stop moving around so much you guys wouldn't be as hot that reminds me of that science because mm-hmm. you know the more moving around the more the brain is yeah. like heating up and the same thing with the breathing yeah that was my uh connection it's a yeah.
2: great correlation by the way yeah. the guys here so yeah. you you work with big guys tall guys different positions yeah. yeah what is what are some of the things that you think um football players struggle with versus like a, a lay person coming in or some of your other athletes that you've yeah. worked with um at other places
1: um so this is the first season that i've worked with a lot of these football players especially at the uh, nfl level so it was kind of interesting picking up on some of the things that they have a harder time with versus things that I find that other people have a harder time with. And one of the things that I'm finding is that they have a little bit, they seem to be having a little bit more problem with, um, rotational, like lateral, like mm. horizontal rotation. So like rotating for a hook. Um, and I think it's because there's the, the sport of football is so front back side, side right. And there's just not that much rotation that happens. Um, and so like, turning their hip from one side to the other side is, is uh, seems to be a little bit more of a difficult, difficult idea for them to grasp. Um, these guys are the best athletes in the world, right? So, I mean, it's not that hard to get them to do it, but it is a little bit unnatural for them. I'm, I'm finding that they are finding it a little bit unnatural to, to turn that hip over for a, for a, like a hook for instance or um so that would that's probably one of the biggest difference i mean everything else you know is is pretty but tell us
2: something good now like pretty pretty similar. Similar. i mean are they obviously they're a little bit stronger but yeah. are they you know do they pick up on stuff faster are they yeah. are some of the things yeah that
1: definitely you know? so so they pick up the like i said best athletes in the world right so so they they're picking up on, on, um, visual cues really, really well. So if I kind of like show like, no, I'm looking for this. And it's like, they can like see a movement and be like, Oh, okay. I get that. Like they, they're able to respond really well to, um, simple visual cues and, and even like verbal cues. So if I say like, Oh, I want a little more snap. I want a little more pop. I want a little, little this a little that. And, and they're able to pretty pick up on that pretty well. Um, just because they've just been doing athletic, things their whole life and they're so good at it i mean they're operating at the highest level there right so um they're very able to pick up on cues um and
0: and move really well um and like you said they're strong or fast so Mm -hmm. would you recommend um boxing as uh being added to someone's training schedule in terms of getting ready for a different sport uh and why would you
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, it depends on the sport that that they are doing, but and it depends on the person. But ultimate golfer, <laughs> a golfer, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. That's Rotational, yeah, yeah, exactly. You get I that, was gonna that say a baseball player yeah, definitely absolutely. should. Um, I mean. I mean, are there other things you could do? Yeah, but like if you if you want to have some fun, if you want to mix up your training a little bit, you know what I mean? A lot of these guys are doing the same thing for so long always. You know, right. All this training is always so repetitive. So if they're trying to mix something in, you know, for a little bit of cardio, a little bit of hand-eye coordination and, and, you know, fun. It's important to have for an athlete to be able to have fun. and And you can't take that away from them. You know what I mean? Like you can't just expect a person to do the same thing over and over and over again and be happy with it. Um, So it's definitely a good way just to have some fun with it. It's definitely a good way to get your cardio in. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a good way to learn how to move and use your body in ways that you might not have before, especially as an athlete that is like a one sport athlete or or hasn't done another sport in a long time um, to be able to like pick up on new movement patterns and stuff like that is just generally good for overall athleticism not necessarily for that sport but just overall to make them a better athlete um, to make them move better to make them um, to make their nervous system respond in different ways you know what i mean because you're learning new movements um, and just kind of gives them a little bit of an overall benefit yeah
0: do you have a final question Let's get into that time.
1: It is that
2: time, man. No, it's, this has been fun. It's been yeah. informative all right. too, man. Like, well, a lot of stuff I got I a know. final question. Yeah, okay. let Hit it.
0: Out of all the stars, athletes, including oh, Boss Man he over here, oh, you can't do this to
1: me. <laughs> you can't do this to me.
0: Who would who would win in a in a boxing match? <laughs> Uh, me, no. <laughs>
1: Damn, yeah, You don't, oh, man. I can't answer that. That's so brutal. Um, these guys are all bigger than me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't, I can't call. You're one, some, one, some. and one. It's okay. Um, who would win in a fight of the guys that I've trained so far? Man, I got, I got to put it down for my boy Juju. That dude, he, he picked Juju. It up. He looked he put, well. He did. He put, he picked it up so fast, and he's big and strong. So. <laughs> He looked, he did
2: actually out of all the guys that I've seen because I've been there working with some of the guys like Jew look he did when I seen him look pretty good
1: yeah.
0: I, I was there for that, that was one. Only,
1: that was only like once or twice I've worked with him. Yeah. And yeah. He, he picked it up really fast. That was what impressed me the most. He picked it up real fast. And he's a big, strong dude. You know, I'm gonna have
0: know. to hop in there one time, you yeah. know? Yeah. We'll see. You know, get this
1: Next time, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Wednesdays every
0: yeah. Wednesday. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in there losing weight, too. It'll be good to add cardio. I've lost 10 pounds in a week and a half. Shout out I don't to think stars. it's healthy, but... <laughs> Shout out to Stars. <laughs> Shout out, out to Stars. Going. All right, do you have
1: anything to plug before we leave? Um, I mean, yeah, if you guys wanna check out, I have a little blog and website for just general fitness. Cause I'm also a strength and conditioning coach and stuff. I know okay. we've been talking about MMA here, but, um, I'm also a strength and conditioning coach here, performance coach here at stars. I'm a personal trainer. So I do online training and stuff like that. Um, run a blog called Riddell fitness. Just my last name. Uh, um, we'll link that below in the yeah, description. Radelfitness.com, baby. Um, yeah, that's, that's really it. I mean, if you want to check me out on Instagram or anything, see anybody who I'm training here at stars or anywhere else. Um, that's at uh, Coach
0: Connor underscore R dot F for Riddell Fitness. All right, um, you follow me at Official Risk on everything. Sensei
2: underscore David forty two stars underscore SoCal. You know where to find us. Yeah. And
0: don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube. Leave a thumbs up and a comment if you enjoyed this video. Also, if you're subscribing on iTunes. Hit the, go all the way down. Hit the five star rate. Tell us who you want to be the next guest on The Stars Experience. And if you're not subscribing on uh, iTunes yet, then you're lacking. Go subscribe. (laughs) Um, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere podcasts are available. Once again, this is The Stars Experience. Check it out. We'll check you all next time. Peace. Thank
1: you.